What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is uh, episode. Is this this is episode four, I believe, of yeah. the uh, You Should Fact Check This podcast. Um, and you know, it's been there's been some interesting stuff going on. I'm not sure about in your world, but there's a lot of wild stuff going on just in the world in general. So it is in your world, but um, I don't know about and this podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll talk about some of it in the podcast, podcast for sure. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, let's uh let's kick it off with uh, what your bold take of the day is. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. All right. Um COVID will be over in less than 2 weeks. Yeah. Um Yeah, I agree. Not so bold, like I don't maybe think. Maybe by the maybe by the end of the month. I think by the end of the Yeah, month. I mean, Albuquer- New Mexico just dropped their mask mandates, which um, we were the last state to dr- to have a mask mandate. Um, so we just dropped them this past weekend, which is uh, fantastic. I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think that pretty much everybody recognizes that it's just, it's just, Stupid. yeah, it's not dangerous anymore. And, uh, you know, among that, we have countries that are enacting some authoritarian rules over people in just Got it all. Yeah, what a what a what a point. Well, we'll we'll probably get into that here soon. Um, my my bold take of did I steal yours? Huh? No, no, no. Did I steal yours? No, <clears throat> I honestly didn't didn't really prepare one. Um, but because you're not bold. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not super bold. I'm pretty dull if we're being honest. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the contrast to bold is dull. Thin is thin. The contrast to bold. Either way, I'm one of those uncreative, huh? Uncreative. That's no, that is no, that's, that's not, that's not accurate. Um, yeah, let's go with thin. I believe that we could be entering um, a pretty serious recession, possible depression. Um, this is my bold take, by the way. Uh, and possibly a war. Um, Definitely a war. Here soon. So those are my bold takes of the day. Um, Which is a bummer because I just put... Four hundred more dollars in the stock market. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The next probably two years are going to be um, relatively unfun in the stock market. Um, you think two years? I think that's that's like a very pessimistic view. I think hmm. I'm hoping much but, quicker than that, but pessimistically, like if I'm trying to be as rational as possible. I think it's probably within a year to two years. Uh, It'll rebound. I mean, it, it always goes up, Yeah. but when that is, I mean, we, got we don't 40 know 40 years before we pull our money out. So it'll be, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm thinking uh 60. I think uh, we'll probably be living on into our one twenties, one forties pretty easy by the time we're getting to that age. 
Well, that's a bold statement. Why didn't you use that as your bold statement? <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you know, we just continued one bold statement into the next. But yeah, I nice. I, um, I think with the advancement and, and uh, you know, life expansion technology or life elongating technology, I think that it's very possible that we'll be seeing the majority of majority of us that are under the age of 40 living into our 120s, 140s pretty easy. So I disagree. That's fair. That's a bold statement for you though. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We got to find a cure for cancer before that happens, I think. Um or is that what you're saying is that you think within the next 20 years there's going to be a cure for cancer? Yes. I think that uh you could really get bold and say that there'll never be a cure for cancer because cancer makes too much money for people. Yeah, no, I think that that's possible, but it's also possible that, um, it becomes more, uh, monetarily. I have the can't, the word is skipping my head, but, um, there's going to be more of an incentive to make people live longer than to treat cancer. So these companies are going to move away from cancer and just cure it um, and then work on prolonging life. Because if, if you can, if you can add an extra 40 years of, you know, prescription to people. Um, is that going to be fun 40 years, though? Or is that just going to be like, oh, I'm still here, but I have a broken hip 40 years? No, I think it'll be an I actually think it'll be a fun 40 years. You know, I I think we talked about it on this podcast, but uh, there's that company that is looking at life elongating. They got three billion dollars of investment and they tried it on rats. One of the main problems was that as soon as you introduce stuff like this into cells, they uh they become tumorous, you know, pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they were able to counteract that and their most recent trials didn't show any tumors or very little. You should fact check this for I'd sure. Want- but <laughs> That's why it's on the, the title. Yeah. Uh, I just don't know, like... I don't know. Do I want to live 40 more years? You know? Well, so the, the argument against living long, I think is you don't want to see too many people in your life die. Right. Yeah. So, you know, probably less than a hundred years ago, the life expectancy was what? 50, Um, 45, 50. And that was because people were dying of diarrhea when they were like 30. You know, dysentery, but yeah. yeah, well, you know, they pooped a lot and then they died. So, and it was liquidy. Um, yeah. but I think that if you can prolong life for the majority, then it's not, it's like not a, you're just going to be living life. Normally you're just going to have more time with the people that you love. Hmm. And it's going to continue in that trend. I think. Interesting. And obviously, like we talked about on the last podcast, there's a very real possibility that within those next hundred years, considering we're only 20, we're in our twenties, which means we, we'd have another hundred to 120 years with my prediction. Um, we would see 
extreme advances in computer technology to the point where we may just be imported into computers. Well, that doesn't sound like living. Right. But what does sound like living? Like if you have all the same senses, if you have all the same feelings, if everything is, I don't want to be a computer. Yeah. But who's to say what a computer is and what a computer isn't like, like we talked about in the past, like if this is a simulation, it's such a good simulation that does it matter. It's not a simulation. Right. You can believe that I'm saying (laughs) if, right, this is a, this is a thought experiment. If you think that this is a simulation, if you believe in that aspect or that idea, um, and it's so good that you're able to enjoy life the way that you are now, what's the problem with it? Like, what's the downside? I don't know. Right. I mean, it's, 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 I'm sure that there are some, it's really difficult to, to understand and quandary that. But you know, if your life is so, you know, it it feels as though you have some agency over your own life, whether you do or don't, if you believe that you do, then there's very little that needs to be changed. And if that is able to be continued into a computer form, I don't see why people wouldn't take that. Yeah. But then you're not in a body. So like, you're just like, no, that's not even true. That's not even true though. I don't know. Because we could literally be living this exact same existence, but someone recreated it in a virtual world. And I became like, I just put my body on and it would, it would lead to the, like, there would be, there would be super interesting dynamics in that because you could have whatever body you would want. Right. Um, So I think that like, there would be so much going towards like the perfect physique and everything that it would almost completely eradicate the idea of um, looks. That'd be interesting because you, w- when you're meeting someone, you know that they could have, they could make this body out of anything, right? Like it could be whatever they want. So you're not focused on that. You're wanting to meet the individual behind the screen, so to say. Right. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it could be really interesting. I think my brain is not developed enough for this. Um, <laughs> And neither is mine. And I think that, uh, I don't know if 120 years more of living will ever get my brain developed for this. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I just like to think about what's possible and I don't want to, I don't want to put limits on the possibilities because, you know, people that in the 1980s that were looking at like, the computers and the internet were like, that shit's not, not even possible. And we're 40 years later and we can do the crazy, like this phone has more goddamn, this phone can do so much more than the computer that got us to the moon. Whether you believe that or not, right. Whether you believe that or not, the computer that they used for that was far less powerful than 
the phone that sits in your pocket every day. Right. So that's true. Do you think we got to the moon? Yeah, I do. In 69, you think we got there? I do think we got to the moon. I don't think that. I, I honestly haven't thought about it too much. Um, partially for the fact that I don't want to overthink it. Because yeah, I'm a patriot. I love I love the United States. I think it it's the best country on earth. Um, f- I mean, Jesus Christ, we have flaws, but uh, you know, even with all those flaws, people know it around the world constantly, like everywhere. People know that the flaws of America probably just as much as they know how amazing it can be. And overwhelmingly, people want to come to America because it's the land of opportunity. Right. Um, And I think part of that is, you know, the understanding that we are technical, technologically and, you know, socially just a a step above, which comes from probably China. Yeah. I mean, China... There, I heard this. Cr- Except they're I heard, communist. I heard this so crazy. I heard this. Yeah. Well, there's so much wrong with China, but there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of positives to being able to make a 40 year plan and see that out as a dictator, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's more negatives. He's done well, but he's done well. Well, no, um, he's making moves towards I mean, he's done well with his plan with his plan. He's done well. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I mean, he's, he's made fantastic decisions to improve the economics of China, but the people are no less, you know, under, under the thumb. Oh yeah. But, um, I don't even remember where I was, but that's, that's okay. We're babbling on about how this dictator is going to live 600 years. Not 600. (laughs) Plus he'll get assassinated. But that's, that's if global warming doesn't kill us though, Devin. Okay. Did I push a button? (laughs) No, I mean, I think that I've definitely believed that the global warming is an issue. However, like life expectancy, I think that technology and the amount of smart people that we have on the planet, it just surpasses the ability for that to affect us in any catastrophic way. I could for sure be wrong on that. I mean, I'm just making bold statement after bold statement today, but I know this is, this is episode four, bold statement of the episodes, (laughs) just all the episodes, the bold bold episode, the bold episode. Do you think we're going to Mars? Oh yeah. I think within the next five years, we'll have boots on Mars. When do you think we'll live on Mars? Um, so with having boots on Mars, we will have people living on Mars. That's a, you're not, you're not going to drop stuff off but, and leave right away. But it's going to be like tents and it's going to be like a, it's going to be like the Martian where he has like a spaceship that he's living in that's on Mars. Yeah. And then he'll go out for like rovers and stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. I think that um, I think that you'll see us landing on Mars in the next five years. I think that over the next uh, ten to twenty years, 
will be huge movement towards settlement on Mars. Interesting. I think that once, you know, they're, they're bringing the price down for sending a rocket to Mars so dramatically that the econ- the economics of space bearing civilization is becoming increasingly more viable. And with that, I didn't even know there was a market price for sending a rocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so an, like initially with NASA projects, you send one rocket to, to space and then that rocket either explodes or lands in the ocean um, and is right. useless. So right. SpaceX has done something that no one else is, has been they capable of. It. Yeah. So everything's reusable and their goal is to bring rocket launches down to a million dollars, a rocket launch, which sounds like a lot still. But if you, if you think of like an airplane, if you're flying a, like a jumbo 747 or something like that, it's not too far off from that. So we could see a world where we're actually getting on a rocket to fly from LA to London rather than a plane because it'll take 30 minutes rather than nine hours. See, that would be nice. Yeah. Um, and those prices will be, you know, in par, um, over time with a plane. And then, you know, on the economic side, other than just still take a plane human. Yeah. Well, you will take planes for short term, like short travel because it just doesn't make sense to have a rocket station at every, every city. Um, Missoula will have rockets. No, they won't. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but the, you know, aside from human travel, there's a, there's a, there's going to be a huge market that opens up just for mining. So space mining, finding rare metals, rare, you know, gases on other asteroids and things uh, will become far. Like the Tesseract. Sure. Um, I don't even, what's the Tesseract exactly? Is it from the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I don't even know what that is. Well, I do, but is the Tesseract the little it's ball, the, space the, cube. the cube? Yeah. No, yeah. so not that, yeah. but, you know, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, one day, we'll see. What if we find, what if we find Infinity Stones? So that would be cute. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what if Thanos comes down and shits on all of us? That would be, that would be terrifying. I don't know. Um to think about how the dynamics w- would change of life if you realized that there were actual people that could do things like that. I don't even know what would happen. It would be really... So do you believe in aliens then? Huh? Do you believe in aliens? Yeah, but I don't think aliens are fucking flying. You don't think that aliens are more sophisticated than we are? Well, to think that they're more sophisticated than we are is just an assumption, right? So there could be aliens, but they could be microorganisms just like we have microorganisms and what we came from, right? We could find yeah. aliens on other planets that are just like jellyfish. Um, That'd be kind of cool. It would be very interesting and it would make a lot of sense because jellyfish on Earth are fucking aliens. Um, yeah. But I don't I don't necessarily... I, I believe that there are aliens, but... 
I'm not under, I don't, I don't know whether they're more sophisticated than us or not. I haven't seen any evidence. Hmm. Right. And I think that in the likelihood that there are aliens and these sightings that we've had are legitimate. I think that it's more likely that there are like, I don't know that that's more likely, but I think that it, there's a likelihood that it could be that they're interdimensional aliens. Like stranger things. Uh, yeah, essentially. So, but, but they're not just under us, you know, they're, um, they're in the fourth, they're operating in the fourth or fifth dimension, which would be a dimension that we just couldn't see. Because technically, like, if you think about our dimension, and I don't know this for sure, I could totally be wrong on this. Obviously, this is, you should fact check this. But if you think about our dimension, we see and we perceive life in three dimensions. So we can't really see in two dimensions or one dimension. Um, and two dimensions can't see up to three dimensions, and one dimension can't see up to two dimensions, right? So those those dimensions may know that they exist, but they can't access them or perceive them. So what's to say that the fifth, sixth, and seventh dimension don't also exist, but we can't access them and perceive them. So essentially what I'm thinking or what I'm saying is that the fourth and fifth and sixth dimension could be operating where we are, when we are, without us even being able to see it. The amount of times you just said dimension. <laughs> <in that> <laughs> Damn it. I thought that was good, dude. That was, that was, no, I actually understood it, but you said dimension a lot. Um, yeah, I guess I understand. I think that that would be, I think that that's sense, something that, you know, I, I believe I heard that. I, I don't remember where, but I haven't heard it often. I definitely heard that. Well, that's rude. You know, <laughs> I can think, just come up with that. <laughs> um, but I haven't heard it as often as I feel like it should be talked about because I guess people don't give a shit about what aliens really anything. I mean, it's becoming way more obvious with like the political landscape and all of this stuff. People just want to be told what to do. Most, the majority of people just want to be told and then want to assimilate because they don't want to have to think for themselves. They don't want to have to do all this mental. The, I mean, they get home from working 40 hours a week and they have three kids at home that they got to feed and deal with. They don't want to have to fucking go do research and think about random shit all night. Yeah. You know, and let's be honest, the majority of people are probably stupid. I actually don't believe yeah. that. I think individuals are smart. I think masses are stupid. Um, but I think a lot, actually, I think a lot of individuals are pretty dumb. Yeah, no, there's definitely a high population of really like intellectually handicapped people. And that's the most generous yeah. way you could possibly put it. It's intellectually <laughs> handicapped. And I think that might be because they don't think for themselves ever. Yeah. They're never pushed to think more. Um, and there's yeah. also, you know, there's also the problem with IQ. Like there are people that are born with like 90 IQ, which is just above mentally retarded and they're operating like they're not mentally retarded. 
and they're just not right. smart. Like they're just dumb right. people. And you see those people in life, you interact with them. They might be your friends and you're like this person. I love them. They're, they're a great person, but they are stupid as nails. <laughs> and then you have the other people like myself, IQ of like <laughs> 600 completely off the charts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you interact with me and you're like, Oh my gosh. Well, I think, I think, genius. I think that, Operating with, I mean, interacting with someone who has an extremely high IQ and interacting with someone who has a very low IQ are very similar interactions. Yeah. Because there's very little that's understood from both ends. Like if you're an average IQ person, like probably both of us are, um, interacting with someone who has a really low IQ is probably difficult because they're not perceiving much. Right. And then interacting with someone who has a super high IQ is probably really difficult because we're not perceiving much in their eyes. Yeah. So they're probably really similar interactions. That'd be crazy if a super high IQ person and a super low IQ person were married. And <laughs> Go straight to marriage. Um, at that point, I think there's some manipulation involved. Um, and I think, well, yeah, I think like, that that low IQ person crazy. probably has a lot of money. I think it's really, really the way around. No, I think it's very, very difficult for someone who has high intelligence to, um, they don't have to be super successful, but I don't think it's very, um, simple for them to have, um, low quality conversation. I think that that's a very difficult thing for them. Hmm. I would expect, right? Yeah. Because I don't like talking to dumb people and I and, hate it. Right. And both me and you are average. Let's be honest. Right. So yeah, you're average. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm average. Dude, I'm a genius. I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah, no. I have a photographic memory. <laughs> what do you take photographs of then? I don't know. Like just a snapshot. Just like cheesecake snapshot. and what? like dishes of Where oregano. Where is this coming from? <laughs> oregano. No, rosemary. Rosemary. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So what are our, what are the nutrition facts on rosemary? Tastes good. Oh. <laughs> it's a it's a herb. That well, that doesn't mean that it doesn't have nutrition facts, right? Well, okay. Less than one gram of everything. Okay. But what if okay, you've well, got a lot of grams of rosemary? Then you could be getting a lot of sodium, probably. Yeah. This kind of salt. That's what I was gonna say. Um you think we're going to war? Yes, I think it's highly possible that we're going to war. Ukraine? Um, you think it'll be like a cold war or you think we'll actually send... I don't know. I think that this is... <clears throat> obviously, it's... It's going to be like a technological cold war, I think. Uh, well, the, we're already for sure going to war with the um, sanctions that we've imposed. Um, and I learned something really interesting today, actually, that Putin operates... He doesn't he doesn't have a bank account. 
So <clears throat> he doesn't technically have any assets that are his. He just takes from the state and then from a large party of very wealthy donors that are, um, you know, part of like the Royal class of Russia. So mm. <clears throat> these, these high end, these high ranking Russians are super wealthy Russians. I guess you would say, um, they already had sanctions against them prior to this new round of sanctions. And so they were moving their money into their children so that they could continue using it for the state. Smart. Um, and then our new round of sanctions expanded on our abilities to cut off those children. Um, which is super interesting, but you know, there's a lot, Russia's huge and they have quite a bit of resources. I guarantee we have not even, we don't even know what is over there. Oh yeah, for sure. Not. It's like the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a it's like dictatorial ocean, ocean. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think that, um, for one, gas prices are about to freaking go Billy Wonkers. About to? They're already Billy Wonkers. Right. So it's going to be worse. Uh, you think it's going to be up to seven? I think if we go up to seven, we're going to have some serious fucking problems. Because um, at that level, anyone who's living paycheck to paycheck cannot does not have enough money to pay for gas. And that's like a vast majority of our population. Um, and with the rise in gas prices, I'm just going to ride my bike everywhere. Right. And with a rise in gas prices, but so it'll hit you in other places because we have to transport all of our fucking food. So yeah, all food of the food prices are going to skyrocket as well. Um, which just leads to an increase in everything. If you want to go out to eat, if you want to do anything, really, the prices gonna are going to rise. my own chicken. Yeah, I mean, raise my own. Maybe beef. buy a farm right away. Honestly, yeah, I know. I know you're a good long. Term. I know your four hundred dollars in uh, Dogecoin have skyrocketed, so you should probably pull them out. And uh, they have. <laughs> yeah, it's been super volatile. Really, it's interesting. I think today. that there's a. There's a real possibility that cryptocurrency takes off here soon. Um, I'm not positive on this, and this is not investment advice. Down. But I think that cryptocurrencies are making showing their merit, especially with the um, Canada problems. Dogecoin to the moon. I don't think it's going to be Dogecoin, unfortunately. But that'll follow. Like they probably That's won't not be the necessarily one, true, though. I mean, it's it's been it it literally correlates with Bitcoin's rise and falls every single like every single movement. Bitcoin has Dogecoin has the same thing. Really? Yeah. Hmm. It's literally the same. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be that to an extent because all of that is asset investment but as soon as um people start using cryptocurrency for day-to-day -day transactions 
I think that you'll see that separation really explode. And it could be the opposite way, right? So it could be that Dogecoin is assumed as the most viable um, cryptocurrency for day-to-day transactions. And so that is the one that separates from the Bitcoin, right? Because Bitcoin inherently is more of a store of value like gold um, and doesn't have the best transaction velocity. Whereas uh, Dogecoin has a much higher transaction velocity and is much easier to spend day to day. Yeah, it does. Um, but it's not, there's a lot of downfalls to it as well. No. Um, so we, I mean, you could see a ton only positives. You could see them separate or you could continue to see them correlate because people could be storing their value in Bitcoin and transferring it over to Dogecoin because it would be pretty easy. Um, Dogecoin to the moon. Sure. I mean, if Dogecoin reaches $1. How much are you going to be worth? I'm a happy, I'm a happy camper. How much are you worth if it hits a dollar? Um... Well, I only have, so my average cost is about 14 cents. Okay. Well, that doesn't matter, Peter. How, what, how many shares, how many, how many, I have not shares, 1,568. So you're a millionaire if it hits a hundred dollars or if it hits a dollar. No, you have 1,000. No, no, you, <laughs> yeah, you have a thousand dollars. No, because it's I can't, all percentage. I can't based. do the goddamn math. So, so I have two hundred two dollars in. Um, what is the cost right now? Fourteen cents average. Cost right now, yeah, is basically thirteen cents. And you have how many shares? One thousand five hundred sixty-eight. I'm just gonna say one thousand five hundred. So you have a hundred, almost two hundred dollars. Roughly two hundred dollars. Yes. Okay. Yeah, two hundred two. Right. So I've lost money for now. Long term investment. Yeah, dude. <laughs> if if it goes to a dollar, you have fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Just it's, it's a small little it's a small little investment. I'm not looking to be a millionaire. Why not? Well, because I don't have that kind of money that I is can that gamble right, like dude? That does not seem right. I don't know if I'm doing my math correctly. That can't be right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's right. Okay. But I can't. I can't tell if I'm doing my math correctly. So if it doubles, then I'd have four hundred dollars, and it'd be twenty twenty four cents. Basically, yeah. No, I'm 13. right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But it does. Yeah, because because yeah, because if, <laughs> if I have fifteen hundred Dogecoin and it's worth a dollar, yeah. then I'll have fifteen hundred dollars. Oh man, yeah, dude, all that intellectual conversation, or high IQ, all that intellectual <laughs> conversation just went down the drain when we couldn't do math. Oh my lord. Oh jeez. You know, uh, I didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't I, go I to a proper preschool. I never learned my times tables, which you know, <laughs> one times anything. <laughs> Oh man, we're good. Um, we're good at this. No, I'm not looking to be a millionaire off of it. Um, I just started fair. investing in it because it was kind of fun. Well, I just put like ten bucks a month in it. I think it's well. 
yeah, I think it's important to get introduced into the world of investing early. I think that you should probably invest $10 a month into something else. Um, <laughs> well, I, I have, I put $400 a month into my Roth IRA as well. Okay. That's, that's good. I'm not just, I'm not just shitting away my money. <laughs> Are you interested in making more risky bets? I don't know. Because if you put, I mean, if you only put $300 a month into your Roth IRA and took that $100 a month and invested it into, you know, um, a gene, a genomics editing company. I've kind of got bitten in the ass when I do high gamble ones. Yeah. And you're an addict for sure, too. Um, I feel like, yeah, I'm just going to play it safe and then be like a millionaire while I'm 50. So, but I don't know that I think that. You can you can operate in moderation, right? We're gonna go with being a millionaire by the time I'm fifty. <laughs> okay, Peter, I'll help you get there. I'll help you get there quicker. Well, I can just do that if I just put in the monthly lot uh, monthly limit. No, I understand that, but I, all I'm saying is, I'm gonna help you get there quicker. Okay. Okay. All I'm saying is that I'm gonna do it through safety. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I want you to be a little risky. Put it on the line. Assuming, assuming the put stock your nuts on the chopping block. The next two years. No, it's assuming going to, and that's fine. That's fine. It's going to, and that's fine. Because if oh yeah, but then you just buy a shit ton right. and then build it back. So up. you have an outlook yeah. of, I mean, fifty eight is when you're looking at getting. I mean, if you're doing four hundred dollars a month, you're going to be there quicker than fifty eight. But um, what? What was I saying? Yeah. If you have that long-term outlook, then any sort of recession or short-term down is, you know, it's easy to, easy to weather as long as you're able to live. Hopefully I can live. I think you can probably live. You're in Montana. You could just go hunt something. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So are you going to pull all your money out of the stock market before it goes down? I am not. You're going to leave it all in. No, I'm not a speculator. I don't. Well, I'm, I'm a speculator in terms of my ideas. Um, but I'm not a speculator in terms of my investing actions because I don't. So you're going to keep everything. Yeah. I don't think that I'm smart enough to time the markets and I'm not, um, I'm not in Congress, so I don't have, you know, the real, the real shoe-ins. Yeah. I really don't have the knowledge. Um, well, you can, like, follow when they pull out all their money. You were able to. Um, they did. They got rid of that now? Of course they well, did. Well, they took down, Twitter took down the Pelosi tracker, um, Pelosi investment tracker. Classic. So... Now you can't. Well, you probably could somewhere else, but you can't do it through Twitter anymore, which is interesting. I think it's Pelosi. Uh, I could be wrong. Dude, Twitter's fishy. Yeah. Twitter's made some fishy decisions. There's a lot of, um, so is, I mean, the fact that we ended up um, kicking our president off of social media is a serious problem. I don't think people understand how big of a problem that is. Yeah. That Um, is literally a breach of your first amendment and it's our president. So 
kind of, it's a breach. If it, if it was a legitimate breach of your first amendment, right? We would have seen about it in court. However, Twitter is a company. Um, But they updated their stuff so that it wasn't. What do you mean? They're like privacy or their rules for using the app or something like that. Whatever. How did they update them? What was the update? Because they're still kicking people off, off. which if it's a public, if it's a public domain, you can't. Yeah, but they updated it. Um, that they didn't before COVID. They weren't. They saying that if you spread COVID misinformation, then you'll be off the. No, so that's that's thing. not that's not related necessarily. That's just adding yeah. on to their. So they've always had like if you're, doxing, or, threatening to harm or creating problems, whatever. Whatever their rules were around it, um, they've always had those in place, and they just threw Trump under one of those rules, um, saying that he was, I don't know, inciting public harm. But it's uh, like if they're if 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 Twitter is Times Square, like the the city square. where you can go and stand on a soapbox and preach to people like you can't, you can't tell them, especially in the U S you can't tell them you you can't kick people off. You can't just kick people out because they have wacky ideas. Um, however they're arguing that they are not that, but they are. Yeah, I would agree. I think that they, they (laughs) are. I do. I agree with you. I, that's why I think that it was a terrible decision to kick Trump off of Twitter. Um, hmm. but, and he was super entertaining. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it for sure. Everyone wants to listen to someone who seems like they're losing their mind. Um, but you know, we, they, they've set, they set a precedent that's, um, not scary. Good. Do you think, uh, uh, Trump will rerun in 2024? I do not. I don't think he will. Do you? Brutal. No. Yeah. And I don't think I that think it's best old. for the country. Um, yeah, no. Maybe economically. Uh, possibly. I think that, um, I think we're going to see a red wave for sure. Um, we're going to see a massive red wave. Uh, yeah. Pretty much across the country. Um, but I don't think that, I, I, there are great people for the job. There are great Republicans who are pretty close to center, but more lean, more conservative in their That's what we need. financial, it's just, a, just a middle of the road person. Yeah. We need someone that's not into all of this, which is the problem is, oh man, I was thinking about this today. I think that there's so much goddamn manipulation globally. Um, there's, you know, have you ever heard of the Rothschilds? Did they create the Roth IRA? No. So the the Rothschilds are, the idea is they're this overly wealthy family that has never really been in contact, but they are controlling everything. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's amazing to see 
Putin and Xi Jinping meet just two weeks ago or three weeks ago, however long it was. And then the, you know, it looks like the financial markets in the U S are kind of starting to crash already. Um, we're looking at raising interest rates, you know, the political landscape in the U S is going to shit. Um, and now Russia is moving in on Ukraine. Canada is imposing these wacky restrictions under emergencies act, which hasn't has only been enacted enacted um, in three instances in the past, which was world war one, world war two. And when um, an actual terrorist like inner, what are they? A domestic terrorist organization was um, in operation. Um, and now they're doing it for something that is legitimately coming to an end, um, across the world. It's, it's just cause they're not, is it, is it unvaccinated or non-masked people? What are unvaccinated. They? So it's, well, okay, it's not, it's moved away from that completely. It's, I mean, it's both. It's moved away from yeah. that completely because it has now become about control. Um, these truckers yeah, asserted yeah. themselves, in a belief when the truckers were one of the highest vaccinated populations of people pretty much on the planet, they had a 90% vaccination rate in Canada for truckers. Um, and they were essentially just standing in arms together against mandates, believing that it's not best for the people and that we shouldn't do this. Um, and Trudeau, who is, you know, he's a, he's a pretty much the Royal family of Canada. Um, and is now acting like that just felt, I I think he just felt attacked and kind of belittled because, um, they were just showing their strength against him and he was too cowardice to just bow to them and understand that this is coming to an end. There's no reason to enact these mandates. Like let's move on and continue on as like the fucking peace. You guys are the peaceful country. Canada is the peaceful fucking country. When you think of Canada, they're the nice goddamn people. (laughs) And this Trudeau waxy ass looking motherfucker, um, is just dude. I can't even believe the shit that is going on there. You've got old women protesting and then getting run over by horses. And you're like, what the fuck is going on, man? And, and then you look at the U S and you're like, Oh man, well, just, you know, we look pretty good. <laughs> for we're the pretty time good. being, we look pretty good. Um, we're stable. We're good. We're good. Yeah. But the things that he said about the people just obviously made it much worse. There's no question about yeah. that. Calling them racists, calling them Nazis, calling them, you know, undesirable people. Um, it's just, you know, it's a mess. Yeah. Um, and that, that's what I was leading into is like, it feels like all of this is coming together at the same time. So it feels oh, like yeah, there's a game being played. Yeah. Right at the end of the Olympics. Right. My dad. So there's, yeah. I mean, it's, and you know that right now as Russia is making decisions to move in on Ukraine, China and Russia have colluded and China is about to make some decisions that are gonna, you know, us going into war with either one is dangerous 
because it weakens us yeah. for the other one. If we're going to go to war, we need to be going to war against China because Russia is weak. Um, you know, economically, China is the least, um, you know, one of the least economical countries of the larger countries. Their, their economy is pretty shit. But China's is f- fantastic. Right. Um, and if we go to you war with... You might also say that this has been a long-term plan of China's oh, yeah. as they created this COVID. Uh, yeah. I mean... We could go that far. I think that... I don't know... I don't think you can go that far. I think it's a possibility. I guess you could go that far. Seems Devin's wife However, had I, cut out on I'm, him again. I'm personally under the belief that they so were just I'm negligent in their search so I'm for use this time um, to uh, understanding of like diseases. Sports segment, and then he should be coming Peter. right back on. So while Devin takes this break, God bless America, we are going to talk about how bad the NBA dunk contest was, and uh, it was pretty terrible. Unfortunately, I don't have anyone to talk to about it, so that's just strictly my opinion. Um, I think they either need to get rid of it or they... Um... Oh, he's back. Perfect. Can you hear You're me? back. I kept talking. Oh, he froze again. Boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 boop. 53 minutes. Yeah, okay, he froze again. Um, anyway, back to the slam dunk contest. They either need to get rid of it, A, or teams need to let their actual star players do the dunk contest so that it would actually be good and entertaining for people. What the shit? Um, P- yeah, Peter Byrne. Be interesting. You're back. I'm back. Who are you talking to? I kept talking this time instead of just silence. <laughs> you said that'd be interesting. Uh, I talked about the NBA slam dunk contest. I said, this is, this is a moment to inter, 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 uh, interject with some sports. So <laughs> I did it okay. back to where you were at. <laughs> I don't know why my internet gives out at the same time every day. Um, yeah, it's a bit odd. It's the government. Probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, I did my sports segment, so we're good. Well, that was literally, 27 seconds. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> you have to go back and listen to it. No, let's move into it. Um, we, we talked about it's been, we're 55 minutes into this podcast and all we've talked about is geopolitics essentially. And so I get five minutes. Um, what? No, <laughs> no, you can continue on. Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. There's not, this is the boring, the most boring time of sports, like so, this section of the year. Right. There's literally nothing going March on. March Madness starts NBA, next month, right? March Madness starts next month. It was NBA All-Star Weekend this last weekend. Um, well, that's, I mean, you can definitely talk about that. I mean, we've got, well, we've got Michael Jordan happened. coming in number I, one. Well, I guess. Kobe, I mean, uh, LeBron coming in number two, right? For this, the top 75. <laughs> Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, Top 75. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. look at me like I yeah. don't know, dog. Well, geez. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know you knew. 
Um, no, I was going to talk about more how Steph Curry hit 16 threes in the All-Star game. That's pretty cool. Two of them are ridiculous look-away threes. Yeah, yeah, they're stupid. They're stupid. Yeah, those are pretty insane. That one, he's the one where he's pretty much... Worst, a, huh? Literally having his worst shooting season of his career, and then he goes out and hits 16 threes on 27 shots. Which seems like a lot. No, it but doesn't. But that is above 50%. Yeah, that is yeah, insane. That is above 50, yeah. That is a crazy is shooting average. Yeah. I feel like that yeah. game was stupid boring, though. If You know if one guy is shooting 27 threes and making 16 of them, granted the the um, shots are probably pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was a pretty decent game. I watched the whole thing. Really? Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. But when you when you look back at all those threes, they're all like on break. Most of them are on break. Yeah, he just pulls up. Yeah, he just pulls up. Right, and as a player on the team, you're probably like, God damn it, now I got to run back on defense again. We couldn't move the ball around for two seconds. But that's how he plays in general. That's the way he plays. That's yeah, I guess I guess he just takes advantage of those transition periods. Yeah, um, which is very good. smart. But that that yeah. one three from like. Pretty much middle court, where he's stupid. He's turned away, running back, and the ball is still fifteen feet from the rim. You're like, what? Stupid. I think that's your best stupid. evidence for aliens. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> stupid comment, Devin. No, no, it was. I mean, it was a good joke. Come on, man. I didn't even laugh. Yeah, that's true. I laughed, so I make yeah. myself laugh. Have you heard about this new golf league? What does that even mean? So, in golf, like the main league, uh, may, I don't know what it's called. I guess it is league. as the PGA Tour. So, so that's a tour, America. not a league. How does that work? I mean, it's it's a league. Um, so How does a golf league Saudi work? Ar- it's just like the NBA. It's just like any other season. They just go to different events. You get certain points for your placing at an event. Right, but and everyone's playing against season, everyone, right? Yeah. And then at the end of the season, whoever has the most points from the PGA Tour events wins the PGA Championship. So it's just a giant round-robin tournament? Essentially. Okay. I respect it. Yeah. Uh, so, but there's this new league... Saudi Arabia is starting and they're guaranteeing just a buttload of money. Oh yeah, for sure. Obviously. And like Phil Mickelson is joining it. Of course. Which is crazy. Yep. Also Bryson DeChambeau. So that's, they're doing it in Saudi Arabia, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That course is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. That course is going to be gorgeous. Did you know Saudi Arabia Cloud seeds once a month, once a week. It what? Cloud seeds. So it doesn't rain naturally in Saudi Arabia, but they are so wealthy that they make it rain by cloud seeding. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that is insane. So how are they the wealthiest country, but then they like... I guess they're just terrible to their people then. Yes, so it's... There's... um, isn't it controlled by the Taliban or is that Iraq? That's Iraq. Those are very different countries. <laughs> um, Pretty close to each other. Oh, well, seems like a little bit of racism in there. 
Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> On education. Just both in a desert. Uh, both wear they're headdresses. They're literally right next to each other. Are they not? Um, I don't think that they're right next to each other, but I don't know. Um, they're they're relatively close. They're both in the Middle East. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, oh God. Oh, yeah, they, there's a lot of slave labor in Saudi Arabia. They're literally right across the... The Dead Sea? Right across the river. What is that? Is there an... No, there's a giant um, port in there. What yeah, the f- I'm not sure. Shut up, Siri. Um, Persian Gulf. The Persian Gulf. Yeah. So they wow, Saudi Arabia is huge. Yeah, yeah, no, it's massive. Um, huge. Yeah, I I forgot the oh, but Qatar, Qatar, United Arab Emirates, it's literally right there. So that makes sense then. United, but Iraq is literally a border of Saudi Arabia, and Iran is right across the Persian Gulf, and Kuwait is literally right there as well. Right. Yeah, they're both in the Middle East, and they they all wear headdresses. Well, yeah, but one second, we're about to be interrupted by who my mom. Uh, Hello. (laughs) Hello. Should I keep talking? Yeah, I'll keep talking. Um, I'll look up Saudi Arabia golf league. Okay. Um, Saudi Arabia. So, is it the United Arab Emirates that's super rich or is it Saudi Arabia? Both. Well, United Arab Emirates is super rich. They're the ones with the Burj de Khalif, right? Huh? The Burj Khalif. Maybe I got that wrong. Um, so they, they have the largest building in the world. Yeah, Burj. I don't know how to spell Burj. Well, that's the worst spelling you've ever seen. Um, I was actually super close. That's in the United Arab Emirates. So there's a lot of slave labor. Slave labeler? There's a slave labeler. Um, slave labeler. In the United Arab Emirates, I believe. So and that's how they. Looks like the Saudi Gulf League is dead in the water. Oh, really? Even when they got yeah. Phil Mickelson? Yeah. Apparently he made some pretty uh, controversial topics. Of course he did. He's a golf comments. Yeah. I feel like you can't be a really good golfer and make enough money without being kind of um, wild. No, they make a ton of endorsement deals. Right. But if uh, I guess, yeah, I was, I, I feel like the, like if you're going to be one of the wealthy golfers, you want to be one of the cool wealthy golfers. That's either like really fat and just drinks a lot and is just crazy or is um, kind of out there in their, their ideals or in, and ideas. Yeah, that's fair. What about, did you see the uh, United States women's national team won the 
their court hearing and they get $24 million now. I did not see that. The f- so the fair play. Explain they're it. They're now getting paid equally. So now they all get the. So it turns out that there's only actually six women, six players that um, were a part of the lawsuit to begin with. So they're the only ones to get part of that $24 million payout. Oops. But apparently with U.S. soccer now saying that there's going to be fair pay, then everyone benefits, I suppose. Uh, but really only six people get paid a, a ton of money. So I guess I don't, I, I don't know enough about this topic. Were they being paid in proportion less than the men? No. Hmm. I'm in, I'm they're getting paid. Yeah, they're getting paid less. But in terms of percentages and proportions, I don't think they're getting paid. So they all so they they went with a different pay structure than the men. So the women, I believe, went with a pay structure of um, we get paid every single time we win something. Right. Which would make sense because they're good. Yeah. Whereas the men, they went with, we want um, regular pay. Based on? Based off of sales and stuff like that. Right. And I think men get paid more because of that. Yeah. But it's also, so it's almost like their own fault, I guess. And not necessarily... I don't know that it's their own fault because I think that had they gone the other way, I think they had they had they gone with the same pay structure as the men, they would still be getting paid less um, because they don't sell as much. Um, and unfortunately, and that's sexist to say, right? But unfortunately, if you go and see a comedian, and one comedian is more entertaining than the other comedian, not to say that it's not as good, but one's more entertaining the one that's more entertaining is going to make more money. Right. So I don't. Yeah. I, I would never understood the basis behind the lawsuit to begin with. And I think a lot of athletes Um, who actually pay attention, even female athletes understand that. Like if you've been a collegiate soccer athlete and you go play women's soccer and then you go play men's soccer inherently. I guess it's not inherently, but there's going to be more people at the men's games than the women's games. Right. Unless there's like, unless the women's team are just that right. Good. Right. Which if they are that good and they're more entertaining. Exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Then absolutely. They should have more people at their game. Right. Right. Um, you know, so I don't know. That's a, it's such a touchy topic. It's a touchy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which <laughs> it, which it shouldn't be. Talk about. Which it shouldn't right. be. And it, I think it's kind of encapsulated by this, um, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tread into open waters with this one, but um, <laughs> I think it's kind of in, uh, like it, it accented by trans women competing in female sports. 
Shouldn't be allowed. I'm gonna. I agree, and I'm put my fist like, down. Go right there. <laughs> like <laughs> when a guy or a used to be guy can come in and say that they're a woman now, and eradicate all the history from that women's sport. Are you talking about the swimmer? Um, there's been swimmers. There's been track stars. There's well, been yeah. Yeah. fighters. It seems, and it seems to be only in sports that are a physiological, serious physiological difference. Right. You know what I mean? So like in track, men have a higher aerobic capacity than women. And are often and, just larger and yeah. can move quicker. And in swimming, <laughs> yeah. And so it's just like, you don't hear these stories with women or with men transition to women and become dominant in tennis. I don't know. Right. Soccer. I'm trying to think of a, a more skill based, a more skill based sport. You know what I mean? Oh, I, like dude, I watched, a, I watched a video today on a soccer channel on a soccer Instagram page of a male <laughs> soccer player training with uh, it's a professional male soccer player training with a professional male women's soccer team. And he literally dribbled the entire team and yeah. then scored. And you're like, there's a difference in all of this. There are differences between men and women, not to say that, like women can't have just as engaging sport, but like, I don't know. It's gotta, it's gotta be different in some way for it to be as engaging. I think. Yeah. I just, that whole, the whole transgender thing. I think that they made a serious mistake. Yeah. Well, it's hard because you're like with this progressive you know, agenda. Like it's great. Like, yeah, but it's like great. Cause like, okay, they're happier cause they feel normal now, which is awesome. Okay. Perfect. But like, well, you're ruining the you ability make, for some people to make a legacy. Right. Like, and if you're the best women aren't going to be able to compete. They're not even just like breaking new records. They're shattering. Right. And they're average. Unfortunately, they're like pretty average men. Yeah. That couldn't yeah, yeah. They're compete not like superstars. At the men's side. Yeah. And so when they transition to the women's side, they're just still super dominant. They're dominant. I saw a poster. So I, I think there needs to be a decision like, hey, if you're going to have that gender change then you're going to have, you're going to forego your, your sports. Right. Or make like a, Which, or a, or a transgender league. Yeah. Like a category. Yeah. Right. Like here you can run against the women, but you're not going to take away their right things, you know? Yeah. Like you can, you can, you can run with these women, but we're going to put you in yeah. a different category. You're going to be, because we've got men here and we've got women here somewhere in between, I guess. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I think, um, you know, it's a good thing that we're an hour and 10 minutes into this conversation for us to have this conversation. <laughs> but, uh, and we have no viewers to get canceled by. Yeah. But you know, they'll pull it back. 
Ten. Don't pull it back. We're about to get canceled in five years. Yeah, five, ten years Take from now. Take this out of context in five <laughs> years. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like... Brutal. I feel like I'm super cancelable. Oh, you're very cancelable. Just my face. You have a big head. I got a big head. I'm white. I'm tall. You know? You say things as well. I talk. <laughs> I don't think yeah. I say anything that's too uh, uh, off the radar. No, I don't know. I think I say a few things that could probably be pretty canceled. Yeah. So we're, this is a good group. Most. This is a good mostly combination. private though. <laughs> you're, you're one of those Trumpers, yeah. huh? One of those Trump guys where you just you're talking with your buddies, no. huh? Hey. People know my opinions and they still like me. So yeah, that's true. When I get canceled, they'll still be by my side and it'll be okay. Yeah. Cause the internet isn't real. Cause the internet's not real. I mean, I just mean like the discourse on the internet is often not real. Like the people oh, yeah. that are interacting on the internet are not the masses. Right. So, you know, right. And if you just continue, they're not going to say anything. What are they going to do? Yeah. Keep whining. And then we're in their head. We're in their head. <laughs> Planted a seed. Okay. Did you have any other topics right. that you wanted to talk about today? No, that's pretty good. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us for episode number four. Um, pew, pew. We will see you in the next episode thank you for listening like and subscribe and uh you know share it with someone who disagrees with us on um women's sports or transgender people and uh let's yeah let's start a conversation if there's you know i haven't heard all of the arguments for it so i'm i'm willing to hear Hear some arguments yeah, about it. Very surface level. Yeah. Surface level opinions. Um, I don't. Uh, I obviously don't know everything. That's why it's the you should fact check this podcast. Um, don't take take ninety five to one hundred and ten percent of this with a grain of salt. Uh, that's a that's a big that's a big portion. Um, so <laughs> just uh, you know, just have fun with us. Not like come on, not like that. All right. Thank you. Adios and goodbye. Bye.